Hey, what's up, podcast? This is Matt Shalava, and you're listening to the Rogue Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Shalava, and today is Tuesday, July 26th, 2022. It's been a few days since I've been on the podcast, and to be honest, I recorded a couple over the weekend and then kind of forgot to edit them, and now the time has passed for me to even... Uh, put them out because they're not even relevant right now. So I'm just going to get into it. We can talk a little bit about some of the things that we had happen over the past few days and some stuff that I am looking forward to this week. So let's just get right into it. We can chop it up and talk about some of the things that we had going on uh, at the end of last week, beginning of this week. So last week finished up, we had some more STCC stuff. So San Diego Comic-Con was still going on. Honestly, it's been rolling straight through last week into this week, and there's one thing that I completely flopped on. Didn't even know that it released until probably about an hour or so afterwards, so we can touch on that. Totally fine to kind of give that one out since it really wasn't a big deal, um, but definitely some profit missed. So yeah, we had the we the really only thing that we had on Saturday was the Jordan 1 high, and it was that women's red Jordan 1 that would have been so clean if they had left the Nike swoosh as leather, but instead they put like this carpety-ish material that looked really bad on the shoe, so nobody wanted it. It did sell out, but prices were not that good, so I did not go for it to flip it. If you did and you made money, congrats. You you may honestly have a career as a full-time sneaker reseller because that would have been a very tough shoe to flip. So I didn't end up selling that. I did find some other stuff that was on Nike, and I did find some other stuff that released on a couple other shoe sites that I ended up going after, uh, but super low-key stuff and just things that I was poking around on Twitter and ended up coming up with. I also believe that on Friday we had the the Nike Dunk Bart Simpsons release, and then I think we also had the Jordan 4 Military Blacks release as well. I may not be correct in that. I think I am though. I think that was on Friday. So they shock dropped both of those and I think I hit on the Jordan 4 Militaries and I did not hit on the Dunk Lows. So that was a bummer because the Dunk Lows, I think they're both honestly pretty profitable, but the Dunk Lows are just sick. I wanted to get them in and look at them in hand. That did not end up happening though because I didn't hit on those. Other than that, shoe releases. We had a shoe release today. The Dunklow Phillies came out. Those were a completely like beautiful shoe, just a sick shoe, sick colorway, good-looking shoe. Um, didn't end up hitting on that. That was a bummer. And then they also released the Dunk High Mets. Not a very profitable shoe, so I didn't go for that. And then yesterday, not to forget, we had the Yeezy Slide release. I would like to forget it, though, because I had my bot up, and the developer placed the start button and the stop button right next to each other when he was designing it. And so naturally, when I hit, went to hit the start button, uh, I bumped the stop button, and all of my tasks that were on paused went to stopped and completely screwed myself over for that release. So completely my fault, complete bonehead move on my part, um, but you know, it is what it is. Sometimes you you do dumb things, and you end up screwing up. Either way, not a terrible, terrible uh, release to screw up. I mean, slides are good, but they're not the best, and so in a world where you can kind of flip a lot of different things right now it's not that big of a deal uh that one's on me though so other than that we have just some small releases we have dunk lows coming out tomorrow not really crazy we have some jordan 37s on thursday pumas are releasing on friday i don't know if either of those are going to be profitable i'd like to think that they may be profitable i may try and get a pair of the pumas and then return them if they don't work out um, but they haven't released a pair of MB1 mids in a while. And the last one they did was the Galaxy colorway. Now it's not reselling that well. 
so maybe there's there's a reason for that but um we'll see because the new colorway looks similar to that galaxy colorway that came out that was like the purple and green thing it looks a little bit better they're called the mb1 bu's but honestly we'll see we'll kind of have to see what prices are doing so that's what we have for shoes other than that we can talk about the one release i completely botched yesterday so they've been doing a lot of different things for sdcc which is san diego comic-con and it was it's a pretty big event that happens out in san diego for comics i've, I've talked about it a lot not comedians but like comics like spider-man and all that kind of stuff and i talked about it a little bit last week but what happened yesterday is they partnered with ebay funko partnered with ebay and they're one of the, the bigger companies at san diego comic-con and they released on the ebay site a baseball player funko pop that said ebay on the helmet and ebay on the uh, jersey so it was like an ebay branded baseball player funko and that's just what it looked like kind of a cool thing they don't really do a lot of ebay collabs so like there's not really a whole lot of ebay collabs out there i think it was limited out of 1500 and things reselling right now for about i think 80 bucks if not more and it was retailing at 15 dollars plus six dollar shipping so an easy 4x on your money if you hit that that's that's a complete like whiff on my part i didn't even see it until like hours after it released kind of felt like an idiot Tangentially, they also released at the same time on the Funko website a Funko branded baseball player who the eBay one was wearing a blue helmet, Funko player was wearing a red helmet. People are selling both of them together. They were both the same price, $15 and I think six bucks shipping, selling them together as a pack for about $140 to $160. So uh, if it wasn't bad enough that I felt kind of like an idiot for missing out on the eBay one, also missed out on the Funko site one and kind of really missed out on a lot of profit. I don't know what the order limitations were but they're definitely probably were some so it's not like you could just go ham it shows on ebay that they only sold 960 though it says there were 960 sold so what i'm imagining is they either grouped some of the sales together and so if you bought two they grouped that as one sale or they have stock that they haven't released yet which is kind of what i'm hoping for so we'll see if they end up doing something with that um, I'm kind of keeping my eyes on it, but we will have to wait and see to, to see if anything really becomes of, of that release or if it's over for good. So typically sites, and this is just a small bit of, I, I guess, alpha for you if you don't really know how releases work. Typically sites go through, they release a, a product and then people check it out. There's somebody that tries to abuse the system, which is pretty much me most of the time and then whoever else wants to get multiples. But a lot of times sites are pretty savvy, so they will cancel some of those orders and they'll restock them on the site unannounced. And so if you have monitors set up or you just kind of chill on the site and refresh the page and not and don't get yourself uh, banned because sometimes sites don't like when you're just refreshing the page a bunch, sometimes you can hit a restock. So what I would advise is you find somebody on Twitter that you trust, that you follow, that kind of does a lot of these notifications or jump in a Discord group that has them. A lot of them are paid, some of them aren't, but a lot of them will ping for for restocks and stuff like that and there's some really good twitter accounts out there soul links being the biggest if you haven't heard of them by now go follow them and i actually have my post notifications turned on for them because they do have a lot of really good information so i follow them a lot and they, they do post about sneakers and things that that will restock from time to time as well as other releases that are coming up so that's just something there wouldn't have helped me for the funko thing wouldn't have helped you for the funko thing having soul links on but uh, was something that I kind of found out about too late for the order to be placed because they were out of stock already. So 
boneheaded mistake there. I learned my lesson. I actually have a little bit of a better process because of it, so I will probably make a lot more money despite having missed out on that. So it is what it is. We'll kind of keep it moving from there. So that's really all that we had. This week's slow. Not a ton going on this week. Like I said, there were two kind of not as good releases for shoes, and we're really prepping up for easy day next week. I'm bummed out that I didn't get my setup perfected yesterday. That was kind of one of the biggest flaws of, of hitting the stop button on accident is that I didn't get a chance to test my setup. Now, typically it, it's the same each release, so it's not a big deal, but I did want to really understand which proxies were working for me, which ones weren't, and it, I got past Splash a couple of times on Easy Supply, but it wasn't anything that crazy. So they load up a splash page, and then once you get past the splash page, then you can go through the checkout process and ultimately hopefully check out if your card doesn't get declined. And so with that, I ended up getting past Splash a couple of times, but it wasn't anything crazy because I ended up having to start my bot so late into the release because I accidentally stopped it uh, way too way too early. It wasn't even, I meant to hit the start button and I hit the stop button. So kind of a, a stupid mistake there. Kind of been a few days of those, but um, it is what it is. And you kind of keep moving through those things and just move on because there's way more opportunities out there than there are things that you'll probably screw up. So as long as you end up on the positive side of that, of getting more opportunities and, and stuff, you'll, you'll be able to do fine. So that's something that I, I've been looking at, just prepping for easy day. I'll probably do that over the weekend a little bit. Took a little bit of time off yesterday in the evening, which I don't do very often at all. And one of my good buddies moved home from, I think he was overseas for a little bit for work, and then he's come back. He's going to be living here for a while, so we went over to the park and just played some tennis. Not very good. Not very good at all. Either of us, we're, we're both, you know, pretty mediocre at best, but we used to play all the time in high school just to kind of like just do something and, and chill out a little bit. So we went over and did that and kind of took the evening off, which was nice because sometimes I hit the ground running after that. I hear a lot of people that say after they take a little bit of time off, it's good to kind of reset. I was supposed to go down to Deep Creek, Maryland at one point this summer and then the, with the same friend and then one of our other buddies from high school and things kind of got thrown all into the mix when he got sent overseas for some work stuff. So we're not doing that anymore. And I was kind of looking forward to that because that was going to be something that would have been like a good reset for my head because like sometimes you get so involved with work that you like need to kind of get away from it and just take a break and I didn't get the chance to do that that was supposed to be this past weekend so we'll see we may end up doing something near the end of summer which may work out a little bit better anyways this is like Amazon summer for me so I'm just like pounding as much Amazon information in my head as possible I've learned a great deal because there's a lot of people that I, I've seen that are talking about Amazon that uh, whether it's IP complaints or whether it's just things where they're buying products that don't seem as safe to me to buy and then sometimes they'll get a trademark or a copyright infringement or something like that. I saw Lululemon just released a huge copyright infringement a couple of my buddies that I resell and talk to daily got hit with it. And so it was something where I was like, I was kind of concerned about buying it. I didn't say anything because I wasn't sure. I'm still new and these guys have been selling for a lot longer than me, but it is something where I, I ended up not buying it for Amazon. I just bought some to sell on eBay and they got hit with some copyright infringements, which sucks. So you just kind of got to keep those things in mind and pay attention to uh, if a site is known for those sorts of things, if they are known for filing IP complaints. Uh, but I do seem to be like picking up stuff pretty well, which I'm happy about. And then using some tactical arbitrage stuff, I kind of had a mini breakthrough in my head today of some stuff that I want to work through on that. So running some searches on there and then just kind of moving along with that. So Overall, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of moving parts. I'm also doing some basketball shoe flips, which is cool. Not really making a ton of money on those. I'm just kind of testing it out because there are a lot of basketball shoes that have just been going out of stock recently. 
because either shipments are being delayed, which I it hasn't seemed as big of a problem this year, but you still have like a lot of things from last year that have kind of played into this year that have been delayed. So Nike's not putting out as much stock. I don't know if that's by design or by uh, just on accident. I imagine it may be a little bit of both because we are heading into what looks like a recession. So maybe they're tempering stock numbers a little bit, knowing that, hey, we need to make sure we sell out of stuff rather than have stuff sitting on the shelves that we need to discount. And like yesterday or two days ago, they put all these Kyries on sale and it was the Kyrie Infinity. Kyrie Infinity retails at 130 bucks and it was on sale for $52. If you applied, there was like a couple colorways that were on sale and then there was a 20% off of those. So they were 52 bucks. So I bought two pairs, one to sell and one that I would keep for myself. I was going to use a pair of Mellow MB1s for basketball, but honestly, if these things are comfortable, they're about one third-ish, not, not maybe as bad, but uh, they're a lot cheaper, right? $52 compared to $120. Bucks. They're a little a little less than half price. So it's just a complete like win for me if I can get them that cheap. I wasn't expecting to see a pair of basketball shoes that cheap that actually had like some real uh, good quality to them. And the Kyrie Infinities, from what I can tell, have really good grip, have some decent cushion, not the best, not the worst, and just decent padding overall. So that's something where learning those sorts of things, and one of my favorite things to do is look up basketball shoe performance reviews. I don't know why. It's something I've always done. And it's translated a little bit into learning some different knowledge about basketball shoes, which ones are good, which ones are bad, which ones sell out, which ones don't. And I found a little bit of opportunity with that as well. So there's a lot of opportunity. The main point is there's a lot of opportunity out there to, that you can take advantage of. You just kind of have to to know kind of what niche you want to jump into and know what sorts of things resell for you and what sorts of things you already know a little bit. And then kind of play those into whether you can resell or not. And that's one of my favorite things is that some of the things that I do enjoy doing are also resellable, whether it's, you know, Pokemon cards back in the day were resellable. I didn't do a ton of those for resell, but even translating that now into sneakers and stuff like that, all that stuff that I actually do enjoy. I don't have any pipe shoes actually, which is kind of crazy because I've sold so many shoes. I have some that I personally have collected just to resell, but I don't have like a personal pair. And it's just weird to me because like I probably should, at least like any any genuine sneaker reseller probably would at this point. I don't, but it is funny because like some of the things that I am passionate about, I do like sneakers. I love the colorways. I think they're really cool. I like the I, the way that they, uh, the stock and, and the like supply that they're putting on the actual market to buy really correlates to how the prices move. Uh, the supply demand, it's like a great way to learn supply and demand if you're really trying to figure out how does supply affect the, the the price and how does demand affect the price? And when they release a shoe that's 10,000 stock, how does it react versus a shoe that's 50,000 stock? But learning those sorts of things, that kind of fascinates me. So I like that. And then also the basketball shoe thing. I just like basketball shoes. I think they're really cool. I think it's fascinating how Nike has built so many technologies. I think it's really smart that they've done it. Like that there's a lot of different ways that they can build a basketball shoe and construct it to make it a enjoyable experience to play in. So that's cool. I'm an engineer by trade, not really maybe designed to be that way because I'm just not I'm not as uh, as kind of mechanically inclined as maybe I should be for a mechanical engineer. But I do like I do appreciate the uh, both the aesthetics and then the kind of performance that Nike has put into a basketball shoe and the technology they've put in there because there is some really cool stuff that they've done with basketball shoes. So all that goes to say that's kind of parlayed into learning just a little bit about flipping them. And so if you can find stuff like that that you like and then find a way to flip it, that's kind of the best way to just kind of have a hobby on the side where I'll relax by just watching basketball shoe reviews, seeing what are good, what are bad. And then I'll also go look at nike.com, see if they're sold out, see if they are in stock, see if you know on other sites they're in stock and whether or not they're resellable. So 
overall, just finding little things like that that you do in your free time or in your daily life that you can flip kind of adds to the uh, profitability of your business and really isn't any extra work. So anyway, all that being said, I'm going to go. You guys have a great rest of your Tuesday and I'll talk to you tomorrow with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace. Peace.